Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. All right, we're ready. Welcome to our official author podcast, everybody. I'm Ann from Inspirational Journeys. And I'm Jen Lowry from Jen Lowry Writes. And today we're going to talk about how our dreams can inspire our writing. Jen, do you want to start off? I know that. I've heard a lot of authors say this, Ann. It's not just you and I, that dreams have a way of like infiltrating our heart and our mind. I don't know if it's our writing brain that just cannot cut off. And while we're asleep, we release some of that control and the creativity is continuing to flow that pieces of books, of ideas, of characters, they show up to me in dreams. And that's how quite a few of my books have come to be. And it's from just a dream. How about you, Anne? What you got? Yeah, uh, same here, but it's not just books. Sometimes it's life. Like the other night, um, after we picked up Sharon for the second part of her summer break with me, um, I had this dream that I was riding a bicycle. I couldn't go backwards. All I could do was go forward. And I would go and start all over again, riding the bicycle where I was going. And then I'd keep doing that for a while. And I think, you know, that had something to do with life. I'm moving forward. But not only that, sometimes our dreams may not, you may not understand what they are at first because they're sim- symbolic of something in the book. But as you think about the book, they make more sense later on. Oh, yeah. And to me, when I see a character, that's when I get more excited, I think, than even a scene. Like, mm-hmm. when I just know that that character is existing in that type of shape and form to where I can remember even, like, these little nuances about the way, you know, her face crinkled up or, you know, and it gives me so much more depth when I'm sitting in front of the computer and I'm writing about the character. If I've dreamed her, it's more than just me going around, you know, trying to, taken Frankenstein people together or images together she's a part of the dream that I have and I think that it makes I don't know it just a little bit more real to me I know that's odd saying dream and real in the same sentence but it's realism yeah it's in it's your subconscious and like for me I had I have dreams of a hospital whether I'm in the hospital or something that I end up finding is has something to do with the book well remember you were and um, can't do spoiler alerts, but there was one time you were struggling, weren't you, like with a piece of, a, of the book. Uh-huh. And then you had a dream 
and you were like, it makes sense. I had a dream. Now I got it. Yeah, exactly. It didn't make sense at first. And then that Sunday morning that I was struggling with it, Sharon could tell you I was up at 530 writing that morning. And I could tell you because you were texting me and you were you were texting me and you were going, um, hey, I had this dream. I got it figured out. I know what's happening. <laughs> and, you know, I kept telling you, uh -huh. I was like, pray about it, pray about it. And then you dreamed about it and prayed about it. And it happened. Uh -huh. yeah. With the Hartwell Chronicles, I dreamed about the exorcism. So, you know, that one's my teenage exorcist book that's coming out. And mm -hmm. I actually dreamed of Victoria walking into her sister's room and seeing her sister possessed. And having a dream like that is not going anywhere. Like staying with you. And I'm like, okay, I know this had nothing to do like with my real life. This isn't any kind of thing. This is a book idea. You want me to write this Lord? And next thing I know, you know, I rushed through that book last summer, had it done in no time because I really felt like once that book became that, that one, you know, interaction between those two characters became real, then the rest of the book was done. Like it was, it was pretty much done. Mm -hmm. So that one came straight out of a dream. I would have never thought I'd have written an exorcist book. And that one was straight from a dream. Wow. Have I mean, you, have you had a character or a book that came straight out of a dream from like nothing? Not a book, but a story. Yeah. Like a short uh, story? Yes, like the um, Salvador's Revenge, which I know I need to work on, but that one came straight out of a dream. That day that we were taking Sharon back to see her daddy um, last month, I actually sat and wrote most of that on the ride up there. And she did not think that I could uh, write that book in two and a half hours. I mean, that story is two and a half hours. Well, there's some tweaking. But the bulk of it was written on my phone. Did you use the, the Yukon on the way? Did you use the notes section of your phone? I did. And did you just transfer it over back into um, Microsoft Word when you got home? What I did was I what I did was I emailed it to myself, and then when I got home, I got the email, and then I transferred it to Microsoft Word, and uh, edited it from there. Awesome, awesome. One okay, so I met my students in 2019, my freshman class, and I had not had them long. It was probably a week. I could go back and look at the date of when I first wrote um, the original children's book. And it, it might have been a week or two weeks. And we were planning like this little literature circle. We were going to sit around in the carpet at the library, at the public library, me and my freshmen. I was going to make them go back in time. And we were sharing children's books that we loved. So I knew this lesson was coming up. Well, on, so that Friday was the end of school. You would think I wouldn't be thinking about teaching anymore. And I go to sleep. Next thing I know, I'm waking up the next morning and I had the community garden idea and all of my students were in the book. Like all of my kids in my class were interacting as characters and they all <laughs> had distinct personalities. 
and I didn't know my baby's log. It was at the beginning of the school year. So I went downstairs and I looked at Eli and I said, honey, I'm going to write a children's book. And he was like, are you serious? I'm like, yes, the Lord gave it to me in a dream. And I sat down that day and I wrote the children's book. And anybody that's listened to the podcast knows that when I wrote it, it was on a seventh grade level. It was a lot higher um, because I'm used to teaching high school, but I've, I've worked on it over this past year. But that whole thing came from a dream. I used every one of my students' names in it as a, a character. And then I went on Canva just to make a print copy so I could make like I'm holding it in front of them and I'm flipping it and I'm reading it. <laughs> and the kids loved it. And they loved it when they heard when it was their turn. And like, so I have a student named Sebastian and I've called him, his last name was Simmons. So when I would say Sebastian Simmons, and that's really not his last name, but you know, I made their last names in there. Yeah. Oh, it's my name. It's my turn. And they're ninth graders. Like they loved it. And so I'm praising the Lord in advance because I'm going to get that children's book published with all of their names in it. It's a diverse it's all it's all about coming together in a garden and making something grow from nothing so yes so are you going to send it to a traditional publisher or are you going to do it yourself well I, I really wanted remember that publishing company i was telling you about uh -huh, Peachtree Publishing. i wanted i've i've been praying over it and and then i talked to another writing friend yesterday oh my isn't it nice to have writer friends yes lord uh, help me I love you guys so much. And uh, so I'm talking to one of my writer friends yesterday and he writes children's books. And I'm really thinking I'm going to do this one on my own. Okay. I'm going to learn it. And um, between me and you and the fence post and anybody else that's watching this right now, um, I do draw a little bit, but I don't want to like let people know that because they'll actually try to want to see what I can draw, which isn't a hundred percent. But, um, I'm well, you just told everybody on the podcast and on YouTube. So it's just us. It's just like the fam. We're like the family right now. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> illustrator. Uh, I've never tried to illustrate a children's book. It could come out and be a complete disaster. Or I could learn some tricks of it and figure it out and do it myself through Ingram's Bark. I'm, I'm really thinking about doing it. That's why I want to do something like that through a publisher or um, if somebody can do some pictures on Canva or something like that because with the children's book, because I don't want to mess it up. You don't want to mess it up? Is that what you said? Yep. Have you ever thought about doing um, just audio books for children? No, because again, if you've heard some of my past podcast episodes, my reading out loud is really bad. I have to really, really practice and practically memorize because, like I said, trying to read with a braille display is just not, unless I sat there and I don't even know what my braille writer is, unless I sat there and brailled it out and made sure I didn't make any mistakes, I, I just don't have the best reading voice. Though I do, though I've been told I have a voice for radio. I just I'm don't what I'm saying is write the books and create get someone to just read them for you and create audio books that could really be accessible to young blind readers too for audio and it just be books from you 
I don't know where, how, I'm, I'd have to do some research on it because I don't know where to upload them. If they would have to be published and possibly be, um, and the, and people would have to request that they be put through the National Library Service. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that there's a process there. There's a, there's a process you have to go through. It still has to be published. True, true. Well, look into the ebook format too. Look into well, it. I'm on that, but ebooks, and I've listened to Joanna Penn. She was talking to a children's book author, and this is why I want to get Maggie's Rapey Train Adventure in print because ebooks, children's ebooks, and I've seen this, they don't sell as well. They, you have to have the print first and then, you know, have the ebooks for um, older readers who have tablets and stuff. But the print books sell a lot more with children's books. I agree. I agree. I know there's a lady that I'm talking to right now, and she's looking for a place that does, like, board books. She she already has four books, but she doesn't want paperback. Like, like, not paperback. She wants, like, a, the board books, the really, yeah. like, um, the toddler-type books. And so mm -hmm. she's investigating that side of the world. Um, she has to get an agent for that. Yeah, so while we're learning all of this, let's, hey, who knows, that dream can come true. You know, we keep talking right. to the sky and the Lord is listening. Uh -huh. um, what I love about writer friends is that we don't hold anything back. Like, if we know something, we want to share it. Right. Like, if we've got advice or suggestions, we don't mind saying what we need to say and supporting each other and saying, well, hey, have you thought of this first? Well, have you done that? So, you know, it's great to live in our dream world, but it's wonderful to have the writing friends around you to share the dreams with. You know? Right, because you got to get out of your head and get, in, get into reality and, you know, get with other people so you don't get lost in your, in your dreams. Without. Yeah. So I'll say that's one thing about with me, holding back all of those years you know I had all those dreams about the books and I had it I had them all there and I was just so scared to try and now that I've you know opened up that part of myself and I'm just saying Lord give me the words what is it that you want me to write next they just keep coming you know the new book did not come in a dream but it came in a song uh-huh and you're like me too speaking of music I know we're kind of we're on dreams sometimes dream uh, music plays in my dreams too but speaking of music you said something on your podcast the other day and I'm like girl you're so much like me because sometimes a song will get stuck in my head it may not be part of the playlist but it'll end up in the book yes yes I'm telling you I know mm -hmm. that I know when I was so sad because I love the characters in this Scottish YA trilogy that I just finished mm -hmm. and I was having to say goodbye to them and my writing friend, Pooja, she told me, she warned me too. She was like, as soon as you say goodbye to one character, the Lord is going to give you another character. It's going to, the Lord will be there. And sure enough, I'm sitting there and I'm really sad and I'm praying. And all of a sudden that song started like just singing. And I just blurted it out loud. And my whole book is set in the 1980s. So this was a 1960s song. And I'm like, where did that come from? Like, really it wasn't like it was a commercial playing it wasn't it just came out of the blue from 1960s and I'm like okay God is that my next book is that what you want and after two days I'm almost finished with the book wow honestly I'm not I'm not that close 
like you, like to me I can't hold back anymore like before I used to hold myself back so much that now I feel like I'm not wasting any more time I'm just gonna write and write and write what the Lord continues to give me in a dream or in a song or in an idea or whatever but I can't sit on them anymore mm -mm. And I love, I, if I had, if I could, I'd love to record at least, maybe not write my own songs, because I have one that I've written for sure. I had another one I wrote, but I scrapped it, because it was a part of my life that, I know God gave it to me, but I, I, I unless I still have it, um, I think I scrapped it. Um, but anyway, I have that one about creative dreaming, but I could do hymns and stuff, because I love to sing, but I just don't know. A, it takes a lot of money to do that, and I don't know of a studio around here except for one in Macon, but that's that's the only one I know around here that would actually do it. But I could, if I could, I would record at least an album of hymns. I remember you saying that, and that's a, that's a dream too. That right, you know, like I love to sing too. We're so much in common. We have so much in common, Anne. Yeah, we do. I swear, oh. you're part of my sisterhood. I know. I'm just. And just to think, it all started with a podcast. And here we are now making podcast videos together. And you've got mm -hmm. your Inspirational Journeys podcast up and running and interviewing all these authors. I mean, that's a dream come true. Because you know what? Yes. I, wish, I wish I could. I wish I could look it up right now. The first time we had our podcast, I don't know what day it was. I'm, I'm trying to look. And you it said. March 13th. Or March 12th, one. And you said the first one that we did? Yeah, March the 12th when you interviewed me. Gosh, I feel like I've known you forever, Ann. I know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so March, are you kidding? Mm -mm. Wow. Before I even started my podcast. I feel like I've known, like, seriously. Y'all, Ann's my girl. Y'all listen to podcasts. Y'all hear me talk about Ann all the time. What is Ann? Hey, Ann. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So if it was March, okay, um, I'm going back. I'm looking. I'm in March. I was sitting out on the front porch. March the 12th. You are right. Oh, my yep. gosh. Man, give me a hug through your heart. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. Do you remember in March when you were like, you know what? I, I just dream about this, doing this podcast. I know. And I didn't know how in the world I was going to do it. And I kept listening to podcasts and doing to do research. I still have a few that I listen to every now and then, but not as many, not nearly as many now. Oh but, my gosh, you used to say, you would say, well, this podcast and that podcast, and I would be like, shame. I'd be like, I don't know who she's talking about. Let me Google these people. Let me find out who these people are. And you would just roll it off all these podcast people. And then. Shame. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I'm okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, did you, you're rolling off all these names. The next thing I know, you're saying, oh, and I think I'd like to have my own podcast one day. Yep. And then I end up, I'm going to have to change the list of podcasts that I listen to because I stopped listening to some of that stuff because it was just time consuming. A lot of it, I mean, like I said, I couldn't, some of them I couldn't keep up with. Some of them was like, so much of it was like futuristic kind of stuff. And I, I had to take, and, and some of the language on some of those podcasts was just too much. And I had to take them off my list. 
I have like a select few of people that I really like to watch on YouTube. So I do my YouTube work and I'll have their videos playing. And I, you know, like I like Mandy Lynn and uh, Bethany Adizada. I've subscribed to both of their channels and I listen to all of their videos. Um, but I have like, like 10 different authors that are indie authors that are out there on YouTube. And so I don't listen to the podcast. I do the YouTube videos, but, um, and I yeah. ask them that way and I'll just have it play and I'll have them playing up while I'm typing. I'll have them in the background, but just thinking about you with like your dreams and then that you're here doing it. Like that was just March and look at you. Like, look how much you've accomplished since March. A month later, I started the podcast. Do you think that was a good catalyst for you? Just to say it I out think so. I think so. And then talking to other blind people who have used Anchor, which, to be honest with you, for those listening to us, Anchor has improved their podcast so much since I started. Yeah. Now, even the website's gotten, there's one unlabeled button, but even the website has gotten to the point where it's a lot more accessible. And um, the app, it, all the buttons are labeled now. Well, good. There yeah. you go, Anne. There you go. Found you a And plug. now you can add search tags. Oh, I know. We can add five search tags at the end. Mm -hmm. which, um, I hope that that can, you know, draw more people to them if that's how they're, they're going in just saying, like, author podcast. Yeah, they, they find the, they look at the search tags, they search for those keywords. I try to use search tags that, um, and you can go back and add them if you can't add them from the website, you can go back to the app and add them. But I try to add those search tags, you know, so that way people can find me. And I think that has helped some. Good, good. I know that I think one of the worst things we can do is have a dream and it's a goal and we keep it to ourselves. Exactly. It'll never happen if we, don't, if we do that. I mean, it's good writing it in a journal. Don't get me wrong. I got my journal right here and it's filled with notes. I got two pages of notes just today in my journal. So I'm not saying don't journal. I mean, you know how I feel about journaling. You've done happy renewal. Mm -hmm. But the thing about journaling, it's great, but you still need to speak those goals out loud. You got to have the courage to say it. because Something happens when it gets out there. Right. It does. I think so too. All right. So... I'm excited to know that my boyfriend's back is almost finished. We're, I'm going to close off my side of the podcast soon because I want to get back to typing. I'm right in the middle of chapter 10, which means that that's kind of like if you think about the roller coaster of how a book works and its framework, I'm right up at the climax part where it's getting really good and I got to see what happens next because I have no clue what's happening next because <laughs> I don't plot. <laughs> I do a little bit, but I'm on chapter 61 of my mystery and my rewrites because I had some really long chapters and I had to take them down and I had to rework a lot. Yeah. But I got like three chapters, to, even though I was feeling kind of sick Monday, my stomach was not feeling so great. Monday night, I did three chapters in three hours. Good. Tuesday, That's Tuesday I did, I did most of one chapter. Today, I, today I finished a chapter and did two more. Wow, you're on a roll, Anne. You with me. You up with me, girl. I know, and I started doing it. I want to get this done before the month is out. I've got an interview to do on Tuesday. Then I've got one on the 19th and that and the 22nd. So those are the only three interviews this month. I've got one next month. 
and she reached out to me. So anytime I can spend on this book, I know I need to market my Smashwords sale. By the way, um, if you guys uh, look for my books on Smashwords, A Journey of Faith, A Stepping Stone's Mystery, Maggie's Gravy Train Adventure, Inner Vision, and Stories Outside the Box, which are all electric eclectic books, you guys look for those on Smashwords.com. You will find a link. You will find them, and they are the prices are cut in half. They're originally three ninety nine. Um, you'll get your coupon code at checkout, and you'll get them for two dollars. Oh, fancy Ann, you're fancy. She's giving out deals, y'all. Y'all better. I'll go send to you the link. Yeah, send me the link. I'll, I'll, give, I'll send. Okay, and I'll send and I'll put it on my description too, because I got to go get it and and I'll send it to you so that um, we can both. Add those. I'm, I'm giving deals out on this podcast, y'all. <laughs> y'all, listen. First time I heard about it with you. Y'all can't miss can't miss Ann's work. I just love you, Ann, and I love what you're doing to spread the message of Jesus. Yep. And encouraging and inspiring people wherever you go. So um, I just want to say thank you for being my riding pal. Thank you for being my writing pal and being part of my sisterhood. I think you might want to definitely um, try to um, and send out an invitation if you want to, if you, when you look, when you get a chance to get other guests on the podcast, Christy is when you, Christy Bridges is when you're going to want on the podcast okay. and then she'll do you on hers because she's amazing too. Awesome. She's part of our network. You see, this is what happens when you surround yourself with writing friends. They hook you up, you're hooking them up, and it's just your your whole community just continues to build and grow. And you can trust that community. Like I've got like like Anne, I can vent with Anne. I, here I am, like I can text Anne and she I'll be like, Anne, I gotta tell you what happened with this cover. <laughs> and Anne puts up with me. And then when I found the one that you put posted on your podcast. <laughs> And then when I found a wonderful cover designer with Jessica, I'm going, Ann, it's brilliant. It's beautiful. I finally got it. And so I know Ann's over there praying for me. Yep. Um, while I see all the dreams in my head, and I'm not a graphic designer, I see them all. And then finally finding the perfect person that I can say, okay, this is what this looks like. And she puts it to paper. That's a dream come true. Tell me about it. Oh, but. Well, all right, Ann. I'll check you out later, guys. I, I, Ann, I'm challenging. Right. I'm challenging you, Ann. We need to make more of these little videos like this. Uh, we just need to pop mm -hmm. in. This is not planned. You guys know we don't script anything, and we just love to yep. talk and just share and just check in. Might as well check in with all of you while we're checking in with each other. So, but uh, so Ann, I appreciate it. I appreciate it too. You want to close out with a challenge, or you want me to do it? Well, I just challenged you for us to do more of these. So you do a challenge. Go, go. All right. So today we challenge you to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining us today and have a blessed one. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, and Love you. Bye. <laughs>
30-day teacher challenge or fingerprint curriculum K-12 homeschool planning. If you are a Kindle Unlimited subscriber, you'll be happy to see $0 appear by your price. Yep, all are free with Kindle Unlimited. And if you'd like to purchase the journal devotionals in paperback so you can reflect away right in the book, you can get your copies for $12.99. Happy reading! So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.